Hey y'all, we got a legend, a legend in the building today. It's an honor to have Councilman Trayvon White on a podcast today. And that's the what we gonna do. He's gonna win mayor this upcoming year. How you doing, sir? I'm blessed. I'm blessed, bro. How are you? All right. I'm uh, glad to have you on the Soon Sports Podcast. Uh, right. Generally, generally our uh, podcast, my podcast is about sports within the uh, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area, but mainly D.C. And we just like to, uh, you know, talk about different things. But having you on here is 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 an honor and a pleasure. And I, I can't thank you no 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 more. But um. We're going to get right into it, man. Uh, for the people that don't know who you are, you know, that's kind of hard to say because you're well known. But for the people worldwide that don't know who you are, can you give them a a, a general uh, background of yourself, a quick background of who you are? Absolutely, man. So I want to thank you for having me on, man. You know, I think it's important that we create our own media and tell our own stories yes, to our yes. own people. Um, so we can create our own narratives. Those that's created for us are not always trying to, are not always the most positive or the most uh, truthful. Um, and so for those who don't know me, my name is Treyon White. Uh, I'm the council member here in the Great Ward 8. I'm born and raised in Southeast Quadrant of D.C. Um, I went graduate from the Frank W. Blue Senior High School. Um, just a servant, man, historically, I built my reputation on being in the community, serving. Um, I grew up in this area where most people that look like me, that come from where I come from, don't make it to be successful, man. Especially uh, young men and young ladies are falling by the wayside drastically each and every day. Um, God spared me to allow me to make it out, go to college. I went to the University of Maryland, Eastern Shore, where I graduated magna cum laude uh, with a 3.6 GPA. Um, Came from there, I, I ended up coaching Little League football in high school. Wow. I coached wow. for nine years straight. And um, the reason why I started my ministry, I call this a ministry because this is a calling for me from God. I started my ministry coaching Little League football. I, I started doing way more because of my first two years coaching. We lost five of those young guys on that football team, all under the age of 17, to homicide. Wow. The first one was J-Rock, James Richardson. He got killed in Baloo High School. In, in the cafeteria. Wow. You can hear the sirens behind me. So yes, sir. the struggle is still continuing. You know, um, I started my career just serving in the Absolutely. community. When nobody knew my name, I didn't have a title. I was working in five communities at the same time. Just doing God's work, man. And then took yes. on the life of his own until I met William Lockridge, uh, Murray and Burry. Uh, and I ran for the State Board of Education, in which I won that seat. Then I... Uh, and I'm serving as council member, which I currently serve now. But my first election, I lost. Um, but God has been tremendously good and grateful. And I'm grateful for that. And so right now, I'm in the Anacostia Center where I got over 100 kids here. I see you. That we hired to serve in the community. So it's about us giving back, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, 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 and those great things to hear. Uh, is a lot about you that I didn't know. I didn't know that you coached. Uh, you know, little league and stuff like that. What I what I did do, and I noticed this that you've been around 
you go to all the sports events. Like I seen you at games and different things like that. Um, a quick question for you. How do you feel about the sports programs in the school in DC public and, and, and charter schools today? What about the schools? I missed the kids came it, out. Talking. I, I said, how do you feel about, cause, cause uh, I didn't know that you coach uh, youth uh, football. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't know you did that. So uh, speaking on that, how do you feel about the sports programs and, and, and in the DC public schools and in the uh, the charter schools. Well, sports programs are good for what they are, but it's really more more focused on encouraging our students to remain student athletes. Um, they call it student athletes because the student comes first. Okay. Had to tell them to keep the horse dance. Oh yeah, no, nah, it's cool. We just we just had the kids watching the children's march. Okay. I'm um, trying to inspire them to know their history, man. I asked a group of kids, probably like 35 one day, does anybody knew who Marin Bray was? And that one child raised their hand. Wow. So I do more than just engage them in campaigning. They had to That's re-educate cool. our young people and give them some information and power about who they are, how much power they have. And so um yes. it's really about that for me. Sports is I play sports, I play varsity basketball. From tenth to twelfth grade, you know, I was really good. I, I student athlete of the year, my senior year um, at Blue. But sports is a, a vehicle to learn discipline, to learn teammanship, to learn from, you know, uh, learn how to work together. You know, you meet different coaches. Some of the best people I met in my life, like yes, Naughty Mason. You know, came came through Coach Coach Darius came Coach Money came through sports. You know, yes, and so yes. that's good. We got to remain remember that you. If you are just good at sports but don't have the student in front of you, you won't be a student athlete very long. And so we preaching that message early and often from DCPS to DC Child. It don't matter. Yes, We're trying sir. to help students become better students. Yes, sir. And, and so I, I didn't want to really get into this, but I, I, I have to ask because I know the people want to know, and I, I definitely want to know, uh, it's been a long time coming for you to uh, run for mayor. I know uh, people wanted you to run for mayor years ago. And so my question to you is, why now? Why now is it the time that Trayvon White come out and run for mayor? No V, Trayvon, Trayvon. But um, I always believe in season of time, you know. Um, like you said, people have always talked about me becoming mayor. Um, I just want to be a servant. I can not be in any political position but I'll still be doing something in a leadership role in my community. Um, and I'm, I'm probably one of the most powerful people politically in my generation right now, right? And sometimes people wait or make up excuses, but I believe that fear and God cannot operate in the same space. And I learned that from Barbara Dick Gregory. What's up, soldier? Um, And I think that, you know, you got to strike while the iron is hot. And for me, we're living in a city where the city has grown over $5 billion in five years, from $14.5 billion to now $19.5 billion in five years. But that growth is not reflected throughout the city. You talk to the average resident in D.C., their life has not gotten any better. The crime, has, we had an all-time high in crime right now. We had a 20-year high in crime. The education has not gotten better. The healthcare services has not gotten better. You know, um, we, we're in a place now where we, have to do something different, man. And it, and it comes from new leadership that's really about the people. My job in this election 
is to create the narrative that we can put people over politics. You know, not just build big buildings. Of course, we want to build our communities, but we want to build on the people that's going inside those buildings each and every day. Absolutely, absolutely. So, with that being said, what can this, what can the people expect from Treyon? I'm sorry about that, Treyon. What can the people expect from you as mayor uh, coming up when you when you win the election? I know you won't win. <laughs> so one of the one of my deepest priorities is to redo education, right? Because I think that we can become a, a stronger DC. If we build on our youth and young adults in our communities, man, when you build strong young people, uh, what is that? Frederick Douglass said it's easy to repair. Uh, the reason to repair broken boys and is repair broken men, right? And that same is true for the males and the females. And so for me, we want to put our youth as early as middle school in the college track or a career and technical education track getting skills or entrepreneurship track as early as middle school and make sure they are employable or they can own their own businesses. Absolutely. Um, and we got to make our community safer, man. When I got on the city council, I learned that we had $0 and a $14.5 billion budget to address public safety on the preventive side, not just the police department coming to arrest people. And since then, we uh, pushed the, the council and the mayor, and she's taking some initiatives now, but we in the city suffered because for six years, the mayor ran the nurse that crime was down. And that hurt us because if you don't first address the problem, you can't come up with a solution. So you say there's no problem, there's no problem, there's no solution. And we have a lot of, especially black boys and girls and brown boys and girls, blood spit on the street. I was at a crime scene, several crime scenes yesterday, in which we had a 16-year-old kid killed on Savannah Place just yesterday. Wow. Yeah, so... It's happening in and all around us. So we have to address public safety. I have a 33-page comprehensive plan how to address public safety to deal with mental health, job creation, job placement, um, year-round um, jobs for our youth, uh, programs for youth and young adults with the entry level to our government agencies. Um, I, I, I helped push a pilot program with uh, DPW, and I mimicked that program after something Cabo Woodland had years ago. Um, and so we want to do stuff like that with DDAT, DGS, um, Department of Employment Services, um, all our government. Hello? I think he, 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 he broke up for a minute. You broke up for a minute. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can yeah, hear you. I was pretty much saying we have to create. My vision is to make sure we create opportunities for those living in D.C. to have equitable wages, Right. We yes. want to focus on college, careers, and entrepreneurship. We got people that, that want to open up their own businesses. We got to support that. Um, my vision also is to make sure we can take care of our seniors. We want our seniors to live in, uh, live in place where they don't have to move around and be stuck or confined to just one place where they can live, shop, and grow right in their community without having to go far to get, it, get to go to the grocery store, Right. They have to, right now, most of our singers are on fixed income. In a society in Washington, D.C., probably the second most expensive place to live in this country. And so that comes with leadership, ensuring that they can live and grow their families here because they're the backbone. My grandmother raised me and several other grandmothers raised me in this community. So we have an obligation to keep them here. Like, one thing I've done as a council member is we uh, building four new recreation centers in Ward 8, right? 
I want to take that same leadership across the city. We talked about the homeless issue. We built three new homeless living facilities in Ward 8. This built a new 801 East shelter, right? Yes. And so everything rises and falls on leadership. And so I want to take the leadership and same energy I put for people in Ward 8. I want to put that across the city, man, in the spirit of the late mayor for life, Marion Bird. Absolutely. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, great, great stuff, man. A uh, couple of more, couple of more real quick questions. Uh, I looked at the debate that you had. Uh, I think it was like eight days ago or nine days ago or something like that. And you were speaking. You asked uh, Meryl Browser about uh, building blocks. Can you explain what what building blocks is? Do you recall that? Absolutely. So I did a press conference on Molly King Avenue after uh, Nia Courtney was killed, who was a six-year-old girl who got killed on MLK. In fact, that same day, her mom and her dad and several other individuals were shot that day as well. Um, telling the mayor that we need to declare, this, declare a state of emergency with the amount of meetings we've been having every day about COVID and the amount of people dying, this same energy should be put into ensuring that our people can be safe going to and from school, going to the grocery store, going to work. And it hasn't been happening. From that, she uh, formed what is called Building Blocks, which is an initiative to touch 151 of the most dangerous neighborhoods in D.C. And she's supposed to put money behind that. Um, since then, I haven't heard much about it. Like I said yesterday, we had several shooters just yesterday. So um, that's what Building Blocks was. Uh, it's an opportunity for the mayor to, to focus on 100, 151 blocks. Absolutely. Um, a lot of people, uh, including myself, and, and I wanted to know, you know, uh, for the uh, youth in D.C. And, and, you know, high school seniors, middle school, different, different uh, kids. How do you become or, or put yourself, put yourself in a place to become councilman? Is there is it is it a, a you know, regiment that you got to uh, certain classes you got to take? What do you got to do to become a councilman or even put yourself in a position to 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 be a councilman? I know a lot of people want to know this. Well, legally, if you're 18 and eligible to vote and live in D.C. for at least a year, um, you can run for office. Um, that's pretty much. There's no college requirement. There's no skill set you got to have. There's no classes you had to take. If you can run and win an election, you can become a council member D.C. D.C. has 13 council members, one for each ward, that's eight, four at large, and a chairman. Um, so with that, but you just run for office, try to get as many people as you can to vote for you, and if you're running against somebody, you just got to get one more than everybody else. Yes, sir. Um, now, there's a deeper strategy to that, but it's, that's the gist of it right there. Okay, bet, bet, bet. Um, Couple of more questions. Uh, I, I heard you talk about uh, you know building. You build four uh, recreation centers in Ward Eight, correct? We got one done now. We got three more to go. Okay. Parks and recreation. Back when I was coming up as a as a kid, was 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 uh, one of the best things to do. Is there anything in place that you have? Uh, you know across the, the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area for 
to get parks and recreations back to what it used to be back in the back back in the the nineties and, and things of that nature. So I just want you to, in context of that, let you know one of the reasons why I'm fighting for programming activities because they're dismal. We we have more money than we ever had in DC history. Yeah, we are suffering with the least amount of programs for youth and young adults, and even our older adults and our seniors. Um, and so the reason why I've been focused on Parks and Recs is because in Ward 8, hot red clothes, all red clothes, catching red clothes, blue red clothes, uh, and a, uh, and a red clothes, number 11 boys and girls club clothes, almost 11 red clothes. We figure out why the kids in the streets. Right. <laughs> I hear this, man. It, it, it's, it's awesome to hear this, these, these things, man. Uh, what he's saying, Trayon White, ah, oh, man. Uh, Councilman Ward 8, soon to be mayor, but continue. Yeah, man, so it's important that we provide opportunities for our youth to do something uh, constructive. If not, we'll leave students to do stuff destructive. Yeah. I did a youth leadership academy in the school. I was in, if you look at my Instagram today, you'll see that I was in Kramer Middle School today. We take some of the most at-risk youth out of the school, and we work with those uh, boys and girls in the schools. Today was just a few of the boys from Kramer, and we try to Focus on you know their inner self and their self esteem and their history and who they are and what the, what the economic focus teach them how to make money. I bring in a lot of uh, people that's from their struggle from their neighborhoods that got their own businesses, got their own money. So we have to put people in front of them that model uh, what we want to see them become. Absolutely. Two more questions and, and I'm gonna let you get on with your day. Uh, one of the questions that I have for you. Uh, Far as, uh, you know, uh, I'm a barber by, by trade. Um, I hope with the youth with coaching and stuff like that. And I wanted to know far as, like, there's no more trade schools like Chamberlain. And I, I remember you can go to Chamberlain, Baloo, I think uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Is there any play, any anything that you doing to get trades back into the school, like home economics, sewing, uh, barbering? things of that nature. So right now we still have Phelps. Um, but if you look at the population of Phelps, it's under, uh, it's less than 200 kids at Phelps. All right, so that's already problematic. We do have what is called CTE programs, career and technical education programs integrated in a few schools. Um, but the academies are not uh, fully funded to a place where our young people are in the school for four years and coming out with a certification or the ability to do anything, right? And that's, that's a problem. Like Baloo has auto mechanics, um, Anacostia has engineering and the police academy. But let's take the police, for example, because I think the police is pulled up. Um, that we had the, cla- the, the class for about three years with about 20 kids per year. And we probably have four kids, if that, actually take it serious and get this, go into the academy or go take the college prerequisites to get in, right? right? So my focus is to ensure that we are putting an overinvestment into these areas that need it the most and provide equity and opportunities for young people to graduate with, with skills. And I know we're talking about you specifically, but that's also for adults. I'm partnering with uh, the Hope Project now that's doing IT 
and CDL training. I'm also uh, doing officer, uh, time, time for Change that's teaching young ladies and young adults how to get their uh, nursing licenses because we're building a hospital right here in Water. I forgot to mention that. State of our brand new uh, hospital that will have a trauma center right here in Ward 8. So we're preparing the workforce for that hospital with GW. Absolutely. So we want to spread that same opportunities across the district and integrated mental health schools. Absolutely. Uh, in a debate, uh, the other white that, that's not going to win, by the way, he mentioned that uh, D.C. schools are is 60% of the kids that is below uh, grade level. Is that accurate? And if so, what, what, what are your plans to do about that specifically? That's accurate. He was speaking to the standardized test scores. Uh, 60% or plus of the Black students in D.C. are, one, performing at a lower level than advanced on English and math. Um, and so one of the things we have to do, we have to put, and it, it increased during the pandemic because we had a lot of what we call learning laws. And so we have to put uh, the mechanisms mechanism in place to help students catch up because our students are not competing with each other in D.C. They're competing with people in the United States and across the world, especially for scholarships and opportunities. D.C. is the is number three and, and most degree places in, in, in the United States. We have more people with degrees than most other places. So it's going to be, it's a tougher job market. And I saying you need a degree to be successful. Well, we are talking about employment and careers and opportunities. And so we have to take that to effect as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what would you tell the kids of the day? Like, Faz, if any message would come from you, what would you tell the kids in the, in the, all over the world, but mainly in D.C.? What would you tell them? So let me drop back real quick. You asked me what would I do about that. Um, part of what we want, what we do is we have to rethink how we don't impact scores for our teachers. Our teachers are overworked, and overburdened by trying to figure out how the student is going to perform on a test. I think we make schools more interesting, fun, and engaged around education. We get better results with like some of the skill sets you said with some of the trade programs, something they can see themselves benefiting from in the future. I think that's important. We also have to make this class sizes smaller. That means we have to put more money um, into schools. We did a consolidation thing in DC where it really was closing school down, schools down with the narrative that we was going to put more resources in the, in the schools. That never happened. Um, and so we got to over-resource our schools, right? We got to put our money where our mouth is, choose not the future, and education is the foundation of the community. Let's, let's make sure it trickle down to really reach the schools. I was in the school, I think it was in March, and a teacher told me she can't get through what she needed to do um, because she don't have the right supplies. Wow. And that was in March. School over, March, April, May, June, the school yeah. over. Absolutely. So, that, that's criminal. Um, and so if I had a message to young people, uh, my message to young people is really, you know, the, the really develop and focus on developing yourself, right? Um, it's an old quote that says people all over the world want to change their circumstances, but are unwilling to change themselves. And so we have to teach young people 
how to how to work on themselves, become disciplined, become studious, and have a bigger vision. I was at an event last Friday with kids there, and there was a fight broke out. Mm-hmm. Almost 99% of the kids ran to the fight. Wow. Right, we got to teach our students how to become leaders, man, how to become self-sufficient within themselves, and how to encourage each other to do what's right, even when everyone else is doing what's wrong. Because doing what's wrong is polarized and popularized, especially in the black and brown community through imagery. And so that's why I say I want to thank you for bringing me on here because we get to tell our own story and create better images for our community and for D.C. And we don't want to just think that, we you know, black people are the only ones that live here. It's other nationalities, ethnicities that live in D.C. that we all have to, to lead. And that's my job as mayor, to lead everyone across the city, not just East the River, but in Upper Northwest, downtown, the business community, the unions. We want to make sure our workers are being taken care of, but if they're not. So that's, that's part of my vision, too. Absolutely. Uh, I, this question, I know the world, especially in D.C., want me to ask you before you go. I got to ask you this. D.C. parking, D.C. tickets. What is your uh, solution towards that? Because if I didn't ask this, I, I know uh, the D.C. residents want to know what are we doing about D.C. tickets and parking in D.C.? So... I'm running for mayor, so you asked me what are we doing, so I'm going to speak to that real quick and want to speak to what I'm going to do as mayor. So today, this today, I don't know if you probably can see it, I got the screen saying, but it's a tow truck towing a car today. Right. So this time, I seen four cars get towed in the same block today. Mm. And so it's predatory, and it's just not right. It's not good leadership that you taxing and putting an extra burden on the people. You know, I only getting a ticket for what can cost you between 100 dollars and a thousand dollars you know you can get a thousand dollar ticket in dc absolutely that's crazy and if it double that's two thousand then if then if you get a boot you got to pay for the boot if you get towed you got to pay for the tow and every day it stays down blue plains you got to pay 25 dollars a day including saturday and sunday which is closed and so i I created a bill called ticket uh, ticket amnesty bill so that's designed to uh, give relief to those earned who have tickets. Right now, you see all these Virginia tags right yeah. in DC. Most yeah. of these people that got Virginia tags are from DC. Just can get a license to get theirs. I also created a bill that gave over five thousand people their licenses back. The kids coming out, so it's gonna be a little bit loud, man. But yeah. it's cool. All right, yeah. Real quick, be, be, before that, before that, I just. Yeah, yeah. Anything that you want to tell the people? Look at the uh, kids. Man. I see them. Oh, man. That's the future right here, bro. Yeah, it's definitely right it's the there. the future right there, bro. Oh, man. That's what I'm doing. Nobody, nobody looking. That's what I'm doing, man. Pouring into these young. They get some more. Absolutely. Pouring into these youngers, man. Hey, us. We just going. All right, have a good weekend. Sick weekend. Sunday, man. Make sure y'all bring your t-shirt. We're, we're speaking on Sunday, what's what's going on Sunday? Well, we got a number of things happening Sunday. Got us up. Got a number of initiatives. I'm doing a a, a rally on Sunday at two o'clock at 4319 First Street Southeast in the park. We're gonna have good food, DJ, good energy. We're giving out t-shirts, y'all signs. We gotta shake the city up, man. We gotta get sixty thousand votes to win this thing. And so we speaking truth to power. We're organizing. And we're putting this on the backbone of the, uh, our seniors who, who carried us 
and also our kids. We don't we got a thing I'm introducing as the mayor called Singers for Seniors. We're empowering our seniors in high school to, to communicate and break down the generational barriers between our senior citizens. And so that's leadership, man. We got a lot of great things going to happen in our city, and I can't wait. Absolutely. Uh, before you go, before I let you go, anything that 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 you really want to be, what message you want to get out there, anything you want to say to the people before before we, we get off this? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's our time. It's our turn. It's our election. We got to take it. Nobody going to give it to us. We got to go out there and large numbers. In the last election, 18% of the population came out to vote. 18%, man. And we complain about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, have a blessing. So it's incumbent upon us to intervene, talk to somebody, get get your neighbor, get your cousin, nephew, niece to, to reach somebody to get to this 60,000 votes. And, and it's not that hard. And what they've got over 52,000 registered Democrats right now. War, War 7, 54, all the way up to War 1. War 1 got what, 66,000 going all the way through. So we got the numbers. We just gotta, we just gotta activate the people and give them a a hope and a purpose for something they can believe in that's real, that's genuine, that's for all D.C. residents, you know, not just for the youth, but for the whole D.C. Absolutely. That's what I represent, man. My, my track record is proven. You can check my vote record out at dccouncil.us. You can check my platform out on treywhiteformayor.com. You can research me. You know I've been standing on the front line advocating and changing uh, narratives for God's people for over 19 years straight unapologetic, boots to the ground every day in the trenches, working hard. That's the type of leader you're going to get from me as a mayor. Don't just stand there. Do something. Absolutely, man. Trey Young, White, I, I really appreciate you, man, for coming on my platform. No doubt. And anything that I can do to, uh, you know, help out and assist, I'm there, man. Just just let me know. Um, I got your contact information. Uh, for people that want to contact you or, or Foz help out, what can they do? Uh, so real quick, our office is at 4135 Willow Road. Okay. And so we'll be there. Um, we also opened an office on North Capitol, which oh, is already open, my bad. And they can reach us on the campaign at 202 8894 that's our campaign number right there. Reach out to us. Get involved. Go to our website. Click the volunteer. That's TreyWhiteForMayor.com. Man, it's on us, man. Let's turn up, man. Let's win this and get our people out and change our city. And it's really what's going to happen after the election. Election one day or a few days or whatever. But we really got to figure out what we're going to do to create a collective agenda even after the election over so we can organize people and power in our city. Absolutely, man. Man, thank you. I can't thank you enough. You're the, you're the only person that I know that be out in the trenches and, 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 and would do something like this, man. So I can't thank you no 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 more, man. Anytime you need me, I'm there. So, All right, bro. man, thank you, man. Continue blessing the kids. Continue uh, looking out for our city. And, and I'm going to be with you, man. All right. Be blessed, bro. Stay strong. I appreciate you coming on. Trey on White, y'all. Trey on White. In the building, man. It don't get no better than that. Uh, tune in soon. Sports podcast. It was one 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 to remember, man. Trayon White, man, running for mayor and, and and doing his thing. 
a city councilman. You just heard them, how you can contact them, how you can reach them, how you can get out and vote all wars one through eight. Let's get out and, and, and make my man the mayor that he's supposed to be. He's supposed to have been, been did it. And, you know, that's that. Uh, Y'all want to contact me? We doing interviews. We doing, we, you know, coaches that that, that want to get involved. That want to make changes. Uh, student athletes, students that go to uh, DC public schools, charter schools. Hit me, Coach J two two four at gmail dot com. That's Coach the letter J two two four at gmail dot com. If you want to do an interview, all coaches, anybody in the uh, area, far as uh, a political figure, uh, coaches. Student athletes, hit me up, coachj224gmail.com. This is Summer Sports Podcast, and we out.